Hello and welcome to the Trainee Lowdown, the podcast focus on helping you aspiring solicitors through the training contract application process. I'm Lauren, a second year trainee solicitor at Foot Anstey, and along with my co-host Ollie and some expert guests, we are going to be sharing some tips and advice to help you secure that training contract. The purpose of this episode is to explore what makes a good training contract application. To help explore this topic, joining us today we have Jess Gard, Early Careers Manager and Chloe Stratford, Early Careers Advisor. One thing we spoke about quite a bit in the first episode with Ikra and Harry was how to choose the right law firm for you and that it's very useful to do a lot of research and really understand the firms that you're applying to. So with that in mind, Jess, do you think quality over quantity is a good approach to applications? Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Applying to a small number of firms really helps. If you take an example of, say, I choose to apply to 12 firms and Chloe chose to apply for three firms and it takes the same amount of time to complete each application, the amount of effort that Chloe can put into each of those individual applications is going to be far greater than what I can, which is ultimately going to produce a better output. And that means that you can also attend the events of those firms that you're applying for and really understand a bit more about them. You know, through websites, we only get sort of half the information, whereas when you apply to a smaller number, you'll be able to get so much more out of it. So we definitely recommend that. And and it also means that people just don't need to leave those to the last minute. And I think I'd just add to that as well, and that on the quality versus quantity point, it comes across so you, we can see it in applications when someone's just applied to broad brush approach and apply to lots of law firms that comes across in the detail and what we see in the quality of the application people who have taken the time to really consider which firms they want to apply to and why they want to apply to those firms that really comes across in someone's application that they've sat down researched where they want to go thought about why they want to go there and how it might be beneficial for them and a good place for them to do their training contract. That really comes across quite clearly to us. Whereas when someone's just on broad brush, apply to loads of different places and their application's a bit generic, that can be the difference between putting someone forward and taking them to the next step and not. And how many times have we seen where someone's put in an application and mentioned a different law firm in there, for example, and it shows that people have just used that kind of generic same application to everywhere rather than really kind of cared and thought about where they want to apply. How important is attention to detail when it comes to applications? Really important I suppose going straight off the back of Jess's point there of mentioning other law firms in your application. Attention to detail is so important it shows that you've proofread what you've written and what you've shared with that firm and how you're applying to it. Written communication is a really key skill for anybody who works in a law firm. So if you're going to submit an application where that written communication piece hasn't been reviewed and you haven't kind of proofed your application and what you've put down, then it's going to come straight across to us as a flag. So again, it comes back to taking the time to make sure it's accurate and it's covering all the details you want it to. There's so many ways that you can check those things too. There are programs that you can use online which read your application back to you or you can ask a friend to read through and sometimes you read what you think you've written not necessarily what's on the page so using tools like that is where it's going to help people to spot those mistakes and it's often part of scoring criteria that people go through for application processes 
And it would be a real shame if just because of a couple of dotted through mistakes, it meant that your application wasn't taken forward when it's something quite sort of simple to go through and review. Yeah, sometimes it's quite hard when you've looked at your application for a long time to actually spot the errors in your own work, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. We run panels when trainees first join us and some of the tips from senior people in the firm around checking your work. So it's not just an application, but moving forward. A lot of their advice is write it, put it down, leave it, walk away, have a cup of tea, go talk to someone else and then come back with a fresh pair of eyes and look at your work. So it's a skill that's important for your application, but just in general, moving forward, it's a really good practice and habit to get into. And I guess that comes back to the point about not leaving it right up until the deadline and just making sure you give yourself that time to, as you say, Chloe, put it down for a bit and then come back and and make sure you haven't made any any mistakes, which you can easily rectify. Yeah, for sure. How about structuring answers? Do you have any advice in terms of how applicants should do that? Yeah, there's, you know, through school, you get taught the basics of kind of writing a story or structuring answers. And that sort of applies in the same way here. If you break down your points and and structure it logically through where we just get kind of mass blocks of text where there's not structured paragraphs, often where people repeat things and sort of fill the space with waffle and that can often lose points for people. So we suggest people planning their answers and having a a bit of an intro, a reason and and making sure that there's that expansion and explanation as to why that's in their answer really helps. Yeah, something that I do remember doing when I was doing my training contract applications was using a point evidence explain technique, which we did learn at school. And then in the explain section, I just try and take it one step further and then link it back to myself. So for example, if you're saying I'm interested in the firm because of X, this aligns with my experience doing Y. Is that kind of linking back to yourself something that you'd encourage? Yeah, definitely. It proves your transferable skills and your interest. And often that is where you can demonstrate maybe that extra bit of knowledge about the firm that helps to pepper through your application. I also think that using that technique you've just mentioned, Lauren, is a really calm and simple way to approach doing your application as well. I appreciate it could be quite daunting. You've done all this research to find the firm you want to go to and been quite selective around where you're going to apply. So you want to put your best application forward. So quite a calm way to approach that without putting too much pressure on yourself is is to break it down, especially when you've got bigger questions where you've got a lot of characters to fill. Breaking it down in that way means you hit the valuable points you want to hit and you're able to kind of approach it in a systematic way. It also means you can step away from it at any point so you don't have to sit down and just download everything you've got in your brain about why you'd be a good trainee you can kind of take it point by point, a bit like approaching an essay really, and then you can come back to different sections at different times. I found a really useful technique was, especially when you're writing about, say, something you've done in work experience or situation where maybe you've had to overcome a challenge, is the situation, task, action, response called STAR. And I used that a lot in my training contract applications whenever there was a question about how you personally dealt with the situation. And I just found that a really useful way to break it down because sometimes it can be a little bit difficult to write about 
what you've done in relation to a law firm application, particularly if you're sort of at the beginning of your career, you're a student and you may not have loads of experience or legal experience. So I found that to be a really useful technique, as you say, Chloe, just to structure things. When you have that blank piece of paper and you have to start something, it always seems more daunting. Whereas if there's like a little bit of structure to it, it allows you to kind of get started a little bit easier and then cover everything that you need to and think about the word count in a concise way. I definitely think that's a really, really great tip, Ollie. And something you can take forward. I now, I haven't done a law application, but have to approach everything in the same way. So to get into that practice and to remember, actually, it's a skill you learn for an English essay at school, but it will help you in applications. It will help you in approaching any kind of writing you do moving forward. So to find that structure or that technique that works for you, actually, it's quite a useful thing to have in your back pocket for applications or anything else moving forward. It kind of links quite closely in terms of content to the next point we wanted to discuss, which was on the importance of having commercial awareness and making sure you've done that research before you apply to the firm. For commercial solicitors, it's really important to know what's going on in your sector and the economy more widely. And you need to know how your clients are affected by commercial trends and what their needs might be. So I thought we could maybe discuss a little bit about how you can show commercial awareness in your application. Jess, do you have any tips on that? I think um, one thing I'd like to mention as well is it's kind of one of those buzzwords that people probably see quite a lot, like, oh, we want you to demonstrate commercial awareness. And actually then people don't necessarily know how to do that or how to make their application demonstrate it. But there's so many ways. So, you know, firstly, just from demonstrating and showing an interest in what's happening in the world around you and putting that through your applications really important and again sort of reviewing all of those answers that you've made and thinking commercially and whether there are any broader economic or world events that that impact us that you may be able to raise at an appropriate time through that answer equally there's ways of demonstrating it through where you have improve processes, there's efficiencies, and that's ultimately going to help clients and the way that we work and structure ourselves as a firm. So I'd say there's kind of three easy ways to review your application and think, okay, is there anything else that I could have mentioned here? And I suppose there are ways to practice that too. So before you get to your application, almost watching the news, reading the headlines, And then testing yourself and thinking, right, there's that headline. How could that affect businesses or clients in this sector? What would I say about it? Test yourself a little bit, watch the news and then tell the person you sat next to, well, that would affect this client this way because. And I think that will help start getting you into the kind of mindset of thinking that way. That's what we're looking for. And if you can get yourself into that mindset, then that's going to come across more naturally through your application and more naturally through answers to interviews and everything down the line. The key thing is that it's just taking an interest in what's happening in the world around you and understanding that what is happening affects businesses. If it affects businesses, it's affecting our clients and then therefore it affects the work we do. I would say that a really good publication for that is The Economist, which obviously you can get as a magazine, but also online as well, because I think the articles there really 
are good at summarizing key issues and and global events and economic factors which are having an impact on business and commerce in quite a concise way and i found that really useful i think sometimes if you're just reading say the headlines you don't always necessarily get the analysis this is obviously a commercial um, awareness point so it's really about how things are affecting businesses and the economy and i think if you can read something like the economist and you can talk to a couple of different topics which are ongoing i think that will put you in a really good position to be able to to do well in the written application but also when you get to interviews as well it's a really good point you make as well about where people are looking because clearly different media will frame things slightly different race slightly different points maybe have a bias to things in a slightly different way and actually it's important that you're not looking at unreliable sources it's important that it is taken from somewhere that is going to give you a balanced and accurate view also um law firms often post and publish their own articles which are quite aligned to their own sectors so i found that can be quite a helpful resource also in helping to tailor your applications to specific law firms yeah definitely and obviously that just demonstrates an interest in the law firm as well where you're referencing x person wrote an article about x which i found really interesting for y reason that again demonstrates your knowledge and deeper understanding of the firm and that you've been prepared to go the extra mile to do that additional research and read the stuff that the firm has produced i think also understanding how changes in technology are going to impact legal services i know that was something that came up quite a lot in my applications and that was about two years ago two three years ago now and i think it's even more pertinent now it's really important that you have something to say on that and have an interest in that as well because obviously that is going to impact your career and it's it's really important that you are aware of how things like ai are going to impact or potentially might impact the way legal services are delivered it's a super hot topic at the moment i would strongly advise that you have some points to say on that for sure and that's definitely from a kind of positive and negative aspect i think if you only look at the opportunities that technology is going to present you also need to consider the the threats and the challenges that the firm's going to have to overcome and that very much links back to the commercial awareness piece tech is such a huge part of what will come through in every sort of application or interview and it's understanding it from that slightly deeper level. In my Fertancy Assessment Centre, I do recall finishing the day and feeling like I'd been able to be myself a bit more than I had been able to in previous assessment centres where I'd been unsuccessful. And since then, my advice to people going through the application process has been to just be yourself. Is there anything in that? There's so much in that. From my own personal perspective, one of my favourite things about my job is I get to spend loads of time with the trainees and get to know everyone really well. And that starts from the point of recruitment. So the round of recruitment we've done recently, I feel like I know everyone who came to the assessment centre really well because I got to spend the day chatting to them. An important point to remember when you're looking to apply for a training contract is not only is the firm looking to choose you based on your application, but you are also choosing the firm. 
So you are choosing an employer at the end of the day. It's not just a training provider. So you have to look for somewhere where you know you can flourish as yourself and bring your whole self to work and feel relaxed and be you. We're interested in growing talent and we're interested in the next generation of solicitors, but we want interesting people to walk through the door too. And we want to know about them and what their hobbies are and what their passions are. And that kind of sharing of who you are all starts from your very first application. We want to know all about you. Yes, we want to know why you're interested in law and and that commercial aspect and all of those pieces are really important. But to kind of put across your passions, your hobbies, your interests, who you are as a person, kind of what you stand for, what your values are as well, is really important. And that's what does stand out in applications too. In conversations we have around applications we've received, it can get to, did you hear this person's really interested in in X and they've done X, Y, Z extra to do around that cause or something? It is a really big thing for you to be able to put yourself across in your application. Yeah, I had an example a couple of years ago where we had an individual who got through to an assessment centre and then through the interview, we found out that she was a really high grade in like multiple instruments. And we were like, why didn't you put that in your application? Because that demonstrates so much passion, commitment, resilience. And I think people sort of don't think it's important and relevant. And when it comes to other employment that people have had, and sometimes they don't put on their CV if they've worked in hospitality but actually the skills that you've developed through managing customer expectations or if you've worked in retail and you've dealt with difficult customers or prioritization in admin that shows some of the skills that we're looking for so where people don't put them on they're doing themselves a disservice i think i forgot to put my music grades on i I wish i'd done that (laughs) (laughs) do you want to share them now (laughs) that's all right Yeah, I completely agree with what Jess is saying. Tell us the things that you didn't think you should tell us, essentially. Lots of skills are transferable. And lots of things take communication. Lots of things take collaboration. And those are two things we talk about all the time around skills that we're building up in our trainees and skills that we see across the firm. As we said, we want to know about you. So we want to know what experiences you have had, what has led you to this point, what drives you, what motivates you. We kind of want to know the full picture because it's interesting. And also we are interested in the people walking through our door. It lends itself really well into points that we discuss quite a lot around that, you know, cognitive and social diversity and that everyone has a different part to play in a team and if you have teams that are all really similar to each other that sort of group think can set in and it's not supportive of of our clients or the future of our firm so we're not looking at those to look at an individual's experience and say whether we think it's good or not it's the way that that experience demonstrates the skills and attributes that you would need in the role so we're not looking at it from a perspective of you like this as your passion and we don't and therefore we would be discounting you on that it's that's a really interesting thing to know about somebody the way that they have then had to dedicate their time to that is really important so I wouldn't want people to ever think that putting those things on an application means that it's the graduate recruitment's team to decide what's a good or bad hobby to have, for example. It's 
all about just kind of understanding that individual person and making sure that that cultural and social diversity comes through through everything. I think also with Fertansty, I have found in the year that I've been here during the training contract that people generally, almost everyone is pretty open-minded and is interested in what you do outside of work. And we have in our training intake and the training intake has just come in people from quite a lot of different backgrounds and people who've been slightly further into their career before moving to law and have done something else, which is really interesting. And I would say this is definitely a good opportunity to show what you are interested in and don't be afraid to do that. And as Jess said, it's not about whether that passion sort of aligns with the firm, because I think generally it is a very open-minded firm and culture. So you should not be afraid to talk about what you care about, what you're interested in and what, what drives you. Thank you, Chloe and Jess. Thank you for joining us on the Trainee Lowdown. The top four tips that we've summarised today to making a good application, apply to a small number of firms, attention to detail, commercial awareness, and really putting your personality into your application. If you're interested in training contract applications, please see the link in the show notes to the Foot Anstey Early Careers pages where you can learn more about the firm and our offering and information on how to apply. We hope that you'll join us for our next episode in relation to how to perform at assessment centres, where we'll be joined with two partners. And thank you again for joining and we wish everyone the best with their applications.